Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View, the show that every single day celebrates the men and women who are making Coastal Mississippi such a great place to live, work, and play. I've got a great show today. We're going to talk about the Blowfly Inn, but before we do that, I have a quote to uh, share. And I also want to thank you for engaging with Coast View. As I mentioned last week, The number of impressions that we've grown to just at the Super Talk, excuse me, just at the at the Ricky Matthews Coast View page. This is not counting uh, Super Talk Gulf Coast or Super Talk Mississippi, where Super Talk Mississippi incidentally has hundreds of thousands of impressions. But we've hit over the seventy thousand mark, which is incredible, really, for uh, a show like Coast View. And uh, you add it to the other other extensions of this show across. YouTube and the other Facebook channels and, of course, the, the, the podcast and not counting uh, the number of listeners, so many of you paying attention to Super Talk, Gulf Coast, and, and, and listening to this show. You know, one of the things that we sought out to do was create a show that's that you can trust, that, that celebrates coastal Mississippi in a way that's interesting. And we've been very committed to that and have a growing number of listeners. And we w- want to just thank you for, for engaging with us. It's exciting. It's exciting to be across a bunch of different platforms. And the more people who pay attention, the more who can engage in this celebration and can learn, really, from the stories of so many incredible people that we talk to. One of those is a conversation we're about to have in just a second. My friend Calvin Issue from Pastor Christian posted something the other day that really caught my attention. And, uh, and it's really true. As a publisher, even on the show from time to time, when I get engaged in issues, there's a lot about this that I can relate to. And here's what it says. Sometimes you face difficulties, not because you're doing something wrong, but because you're doing something right. You know, whether you're talking about taking a, a position when maybe others don't agree with you, <clears throat> maybe it's a career choice. It's hard. Maybe you, know, you just you just decide to do something that's going to have tremendous payback, but it's not going to be easy. The, the point between where you are now and where you're going is not an easy road. Uh, it could be, it could be, you know, doing things. We talk about this a lot, but you know, being focused on surrounding yourself with positive people, people who can have great influence on you, and kind of taking the negativity out of your life. You know, it's one thing to say that; it's another thing to actually do it. And and to actually move to take negative people out of your life can be really difficult, but the, but the outcome can be can be really good. You know, you might be. You know, we talk a lot on this show about health. And, and living a healthy lifestyle. But listen, I'm, I'll be the first to tell you that making decisions to live a healthy life mean that oftentimes you got to make difficult decisions. And, um, and so those choices are important, but they're part of that goal. So again, it's not easy. It could be making a business decisions that's ultimately good for the community. And, um, and sometimes those are hard, hard decisions to make, but the outcomes can be so beneficial from a business perspective and to the community that it's worth it. And so there are a lot of people that I talk to on this show who know this. Sometimes you face difficulties not because you're doing something wrong, but because you're doing something right. 
That is for sure. And someone who can really, I think, relate to that is my next guest, Jonathan Allen. Uh, you, you know him from uh, Jay Allen Automotive. He's been on the show a number of times. He's a good friend to Koshi. He's a good friend of mine. And he did something recently that is incredibly impressive, and that is that he's gone on a mission to bring back an important, truly iconic restaurant in Gulfport, the, Flo- the Blow Fly Inn. And we're going to talk about that now. So, Jonathan, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, Ricky. As always, thanks for having me on your show. It's always a blast to talk with you. Yeah, it's, it's, I enjoy spending time with you. Sometimes you face difficulties not because you're doing something wrong, but because you're doing something right. You know that. I mean, as a business leader, as a as someone who has to make tough choices, you know that quote better than most, don't you? Absolutely. Uh, growth only happens through discomfort. Uh, if you if you don't go through some discomfort, you're really not experiencing anything new. So there's really no learning opportunity, which means growth can't happen. I fully am in on that one, Ricky. <laughs> I, know, I know you are. And as we were chatting before the, before the show started, I really admire what you've done with this landmark, iconic restaurant, the Blowfly Inn. And we're going to talk about that here in just a second. But not, not only do you have Jay Allen Automotive, but you have all-terrain productions. You, you actually invested before in a restaurant uh, bar over in uh, Bay St. Louis, and you and I have talked about that before. So the Blowfly Inn is actually not your first foray into this arena, but it is probably the first, um, you know, in this in this way where you've taken this iconic restaurant um, and you've you've tried to stay true to the roots of what the Blowfly Inn. And we'll, we'll for people who are not familiar with the Blowfly Inn, we'll we'll talk about that in just a second. But it's been uh, it's been a hell of a journey for you, hasn't it? Yes, yes. And, and, and an unexpected one, too, that just you never know when opportunity is going to strike. And um, and the previous owner, I just had a good interaction with him. And he actually asked me about my place in Bay St. Louis. And I asked him about the Blowfly. And uh, that prompted the conversation that ultimately allowed us to, to put a deal together and, uh, and, you know, him divest of it and me invest in it. And here we are. So let's tell a little bit of the history. One of the, one of the uh, just going to give it to you from my perspective. I, I was uh, so sort of raised at the Sun Herald. Um, I, I worked there for 27 years. Was publisher and president of the company along the way. It was interesting uh, when people would come to town to do business with us. Could be corporate folks. It could be it could be vendors that we're doing business with. They had a tendency, you know, when the Blowfly was in its heyday, people sort of knew about the Blowfly in, and they would come in and say, "What is this thing called the Blowfly? You know, what can we go eat there?" And of course, once we went there. They, they would come back in the town, you know, a year later and say, man, let's go back to the Blowfly. They want to go back to the Blowfly. They just, they enjoyed the experience. They enjoyed getting the little plastic fly. I know it's, it's kind of gimmicky, but it's part of sort of the story. But um, but I just remember good food. And and then we had these these sort of turbulent transitions, you know, new new owners or certainly new managers they they tried to get away from some of the roots of the menu that made Blowfly so special, some of the environment that made Blowfly so special. And one of the things that you've done is bring all that back. You've tried to stay really true to sort of the authenticity of the Blowfly in and rebring, you know, bring that back. By fr- also at the same time, obviously, investing heavily on the environment and making sure that it's sort of upgraded a little bit. So let's start with some of the history from your perspective. Okay. Okay, so yeah, so the, I go back to the Blowfly as a child myself, as so many people in the area have. Um, I went there as a, as a kid when I, 
you know, the pre-Katrina building that was basically a house that had an, an, an outdoor uh, screened in patio with a dirt floor that you could sit on picnic tables out there and eat. And I remember the cheeseburgers as a kid. Uh, I do remember eating racks of ribs there, which we don't offer ribs just yet, but we will. And, uh, and, and that's one of those things that um, I've got a bunch of interesting stories about the blowfly. I can remember the jukebox and uh, learning and playing boot scoot and boogie on it every time I went in there and friends in low places. And, uh, and one interesting story I have about the blowfly that really is a, a, a thing for me. Um, my parents were uh, going to eat there when we were younger and uh, we were old enough to not need babysitters, but we were, uh, we were just young enough to, to, to still be able to stay at home, have, you know, stay at home. But um, my brother and I were playing basketball, and uh, like the older brother and the younger brother typically do, uh, I, I, I was I was dominating, and <laughs> and I and I I thought I hurt his wrist, and uh, and I, I thought I had broken his wrist, and I rode my bike to the Blowfly to go tell them <laughs> that I think I hurt my brother's wrist. And, uh, <laughs> And, uh, and I ended up uh, kind of sitting down and finishing the meal with them and putting my bike in the back of the truck and riding back with them. But it's a memory I'll never forget because I could ride my bike there and, uh, and, and, and basically tattle on myself. But I wanted to make sure he was okay. <laughs> but, yeah, just an interesting story. <laughs> well, you, you had, because of your personal experience with it, you sort of understood that when you say iconic – it really was an iconic restaurant. If people had their memories and their celebrations, uh, their enjoyment of the food, you know, the fact that it's on the bayou in this u- kind of unique place, um, everyone's got a similar story. And when you look at sort of now the fo- the social media posts around it, as you've been sharing this journey with people, um, you can tell everyone has their connection to it. And they're, they're a little disappointed that during all these transitions and openings and closings, that it kind of lost its soul in a way. And what you're trying to do is bring that back again. And that's clear, isn't it? That's right. And, and our, our primary focus, even though we've done so much to the building, has been the food. 100% the food. Um, we, we, we finished the deal in September. We started construction uh, almost immediately after. I uh, foolishly made a comment on the news that we would be opening mid-November uh, with renovations complete. And, uh, but then we found out what the building really needed. And I got asked the right question by the right contractors. Are you trying to get this place back open? Are you trying to solidify it for the next 20 years? And it was easy answer for me to say the next 20 years is what I want to do. I want to make this building um, not need anything and let us not have to worry about anything but making good food and taking care of the customers. So we went about creating the environment and uh, most of the design, actually all of the design was, was my vision and we didn't have an interior designer and I picked out lighting and those kinds of things. But I had so much good local help and the contracting and all that. Biggest mission was the food. Yeah. Well, let's let's do this, Jonathan. As we continue this conversation with Jonathan Allen on the other side, we'll talk about the the pretty significant renovations he did to kind of keep the atmosphere clean and casual, and something that could stand the test of time. When we come back, we'll continue the conversation. Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgolfcoast.com. 
His love for the coast is why he's here. It's Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I have my friend Jonathan Allen. You know him from J. Allen Automotive, but he also owns uh, or part owner and in some cases complete owner of restaurants here on, in coastal Mississippi. And one is the Blowfly Inn, and we're talking about this this resurrection of this iconic restaurant that is uh, trying desperately not to lose, to reconnect, actually, to the roots of this of this amazing place, this very special restaurant. And when we went to break, we were talking about how he sort of uh, naively said they would open up in November of last year, but then came to the realization that some of the bones and infrastructure of the building needed to be upgraded and so on. And uh, he brought his own sort of eye for interior decoration to keep that, what was really part of the restaurant theme, this like clean open air environment. And, you know, to look at, to look at the bar now and, and look at, you actually posted a, a photo of sitting on the edge of the bar, looking outside, I, it, you know, it sort of reminded me actually of a big boat. If you were to be looking out the, the front of a boat, Absolutely. It was just a, it's just a cool it's got so many nice little uh additions to it that that make it that make it slightly better and in some cases maybe significantly better than it was before. Talk a little bit about some of those changes. Wow, okay. Yeah, so there's 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 huge changes in the in the facility itself. There used to be a false ceiling that was about 9 feet, 8 feet off the, you know, off the floor. Uh, we went up to the pitch of the roof and and put architectural beams and and wood and put a metal roof up there and and it just really draws your eye up and adds different form of lighting to it without being overwhelming. And uh, we took the bar that was a little right angle in the very corner and went all the way across the back side of the bar. And the seat you were talking about, I, I could call that the helm seat because it totally, I think it's the best seat in the house because you've got such a wonderful view. Um, we were able to clear the, uh, the the kind of scrub brush next door, which really opened the view up from the corner all the way around. And that's another thing is the, is the inside is very comfortable and clean and nice, but we wanted to accent the view. And the view is what you get 180 degrees inside the restaurant and every table can capitalize on that view. We did a lot of high tops in the restaurant, so you can so you can do that. Uh, but we also know that we needed some low tops too to take care of our uh, our younger 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 customers and our older older customers. Yeah, that's 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 really exciting. Clean. I think the thing that I noticed most about the pictures was that when I say open air, I really do mean that. The I, I love when you have you know bare ceilings, you know, and yeah. that the pitch of the roof is high. And it gives you sort of a more grand feeling, but you haven't lost the casual atmosphere at all. You, it's just, it's still that's the hallmark from the the Blowfly Inn is a is a casual, yes. wonderful atmosphere to be able to eat in. Yes, yes, that was the next steps would have been white linen and and <laughs> you know place settings and all that. Uh, it is, it is, it's it's just enough without being too much. And it's a nice, clean environment while still being comfortable without feeling stuffy. We think the price lines, uh, the price ranges are right in that comfort zone for that style of restaurant. And, uh, and another thing I wanted to mention was the floors. It's a concrete floor stained and, and formed to look like an antique wood floor. And when you first walk in, it looks like an antique wood floor. They did a phenomenal job on the floor. And it's a concrete floor. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I love when you when you when you have raised buildings like that, when you have a concrete floor, because oftentimes they don't. Mm -hmm. And what happens is you end up 
you you end up you know walking across and it's kind of a hollow yeah. kind of a loud feel to it that actually helps with the acoustics in the building to some extent doesn't it well, yes, but the pitch of the roof and, and putting the metal paneling on the roof like we did, uh, that's my only complaint I've had. I've had no complaints about the food, um, no complaints really about anything. We've only been uh, serving food for about a week now. Uh, I think when this airs, we'll have started our uh, dinner service, which will start on March 1st, Wednesday. Um, but it's it's uh, the, the acoustics of the place are a little noisy, and we're already looking into acoustical paneling to, to, to minimize some of that noise right when you're in the middle of the building. And, uh, yeah, it, it can get a little noisy. You can hear your table fine, but the just the ambient noise is. And we've got a good stereo in there too. It's, it's playing some good music. <laughs> I'm sure it is because I know you like music. I do. Hey, so <clears throat> let's talk about the food because that, to me, at the end of the day, bringing back the old menu that was that st- literally stood the test of time while making a few adjustments here and there, that's going to be the key to the success of this. You've got to hit it out of the park there. Yeah. And so far so good as it relates to that, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I had, I had some, I had some really great uh, kind of advisors on, on how to handle this properly. Uh, talk with Scott Weinberg and I would say he ran the, the last uh, successful blowfly in my opinion. Um, and, and it was the, some of the food that we kept, not, most of the food that we kept was either throwing homage to it or exactly the recipes that they were. The whole stuff flounder, the she crab soup. Um, the only, like I said, ribs is one thing that's a staple for me going way back when that we're not offering just yet, but we will. Uh, a great cheeseburger. Our, our our ground beef is never frozen, and it is just there's just these these basic things that the blowfly always did right that we will always do right another thing that i heard from people uh, repetitively was that the the dessert cooler when you walk up and you could pick from all these desserts well, we've got a fantastic uh, bakery style chef also in the kitchen and she makes some amazing stuff and it's there and you can go pick from uh, from a choice of about five or six desserts on a daily basis uh, along yeah, with the staple banana pudding too by the way i have to say <laughs> of course of course pudding. Yep. I remember the salads. I remember the steaks. You know, steaks were good. That was another one. Um, uh, we wanted to uh, offer a ribeye, a filet, and maybe a porterhouse or something like that. And Scott said, you have to do a T-bone. You have to. He said, I tried to offer a porterhouse one time, and everybody kept saying, where's the T-bone? So we have a filet, ribeye, and a T-bone. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure they're going to be they're going to be terrific. They One are. of the things that you and I talked about before we started on the air was <clears throat> there's this growing trend to want to uh, access restaurants like the Blowfly in from the water. You just yeah. see that that's just a it's a it's a thing now. It's that people yeah. want to eat by water, and you've you've taken some steps and you plan to take actually more steps in that arena to make it so that people can get there by boat. Yeah, so what what we've already done is rebuild the dock and redo the bulkhead that is below the dock. Um, we want to dredge a channel because we know it can get shallow in that area. You can. We had some people pull up by boat this weekend, but I kind of say you're doing it at your own risk because there's a little bit of riprap, some concrete stuff that was um, old uh, bulkhead, if you will. Um, and then there's some stumps out in certain areas that in winter low tides, you can see those stumps, but no other time of the year can you see them. And I don't want anybody's hole to be damaged as a result of, you know, just just hope for the best. But we plan to dredge a channel, mark that channel, put two little finger piers off of our deck and have at least parking for up to eight boats. Now, if boats want to tie up to each other. We'll be able to handle more. Um, but that's that's kind of our mission. And we want to try to get that done before the summer. 
Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome to be able to do that. Um, so as you uh, as you sort of look at where you are, how the uh, relatively soft opening as you as you zoom toward offering dinner, um, it's got to be. You do you sit back and watch people as they coming in and say, "God dang, man, we're actually here after all this work. We're actually here." Oh, I, that feeling is yes. Um, every time I walk in there now and. I mean, it doesn't feel like mine. I don't feel like the blowfly is. It's not. It's it's the communities. I'm just helping kind of steward this thing back to what it was, and then you know these qualified people that 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 our, our operations director Kelly Police and and our chefs and uh, the kitchen staff and the wait staff, they're the ones that are really going to bring the blowfly back. Uh, all I did was set the stage, and that's the beauty of it, and they're doing a fantastic job. So me walking in there, I'm blown away by seeing this flurry of activity and people praising me and stuff, but all I did was kind of be an interior decorator and, a, and an investor, and uh, and I'm just, just so happy to get to be a part of it, really. It's amazing. When, when you look back, as you're sort of growing up in the car dealership, you know, it, it, it was uh, probably in your mind that one day you'll start to diversify what you do. But did you ever imagine you'd be in the real in the restaurant business? No, no, not specifically. Um, I, I, I when I first approached this, it was really about real estate, and um, and and I, I like to, and I've got a good solid group of people that are contractor friends and uh, that that could approach that job with me and make me feel comfortable doing it. Um, but. Triple Tails in Bay St. Louis, you know, I, I used to, I play the drums, not actively all the time, but I can play the drums and uh, I like music, I always have. So it started with live music venue style feel and then Triple Tails also served food, which familiarized me with it. But believe me, I've heard the night, the nightmares about, you know, get out of food and beverage before you can, you know, um, but, you know. The Blowfly has just such a different feel for it to me than 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 Triple Tails. They're 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 night and day type places, but the Blowfly is a uh, it it's going to become this 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 thing that that that's going to stand on its own. It's not it's not going to be me. I don't. It's going to be uh, an entity bigger than than any one person. I think that's what it already is. Well, that's why that's why what I said a few minutes ago that sometimes things that are worth having are not are not easy. But at the end of the day, business leaders often, I mean, really, at the end of the day, brand is about the emotional connection someone has with your product. So when you think of the Blowfly in for people who sort of knew that brand before, and and the brand that as you introduce it to new people, you want them to have an emotional connection. You want it you want it to stand through generations, and maybe that's where you're headed. I think that is where you're headed. Hey, listen, we're out of time, but Jonathan, congratulations on opening. We'll stay in touch with you and look forward to chatting in the future. Thanks, Ricky. I'd be happy to come back anytime. It's been great. This has been Jonathan Allen from the Boy Fly In. We'll we'll see you after this. Subscribe for free to the Coast View Podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.